1: Welcome back to Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com, and joining me right now is a family-owned cannabis brand that is now delivering gummies now across Arizona, launching a full product line now of THC-infused gummies at Sticky Saguaro, the Mint Ponderosa, and Oasis Dispensaries all throughout the state of Arizona. The company is RR Brothers, and I am joined by their CEO, Roberto LaPos. Roberto, thanks for being on with us.
0: (laughs) Jorge, thank you for having us, and I appreciate it, and thank you for the time as well.
1: My pleasure. So you now have this new product line, and it's a company that started right around pandemic. in 2020, emerging as a top-selling edibles brand, uh, originally from the Midwest, and available over 300 dispensaries in Oklahoma. Uh, You and and your twin brother have a 100-year family legacy of candy-making, bringing true confection to the cannabis industry. So talk to me about the candy-making background what product are you is your come is your family behind
0: absolutely so when it comes to candy manufacturing there's a lot of things that go into play especially with the considerations of scalability there's a, such thing as being a craft uh, manufacturer that you do small runs at a time and pertaining to the the experience that our family has they range from all types of hard candy Candy, hard candy, uh, fruit flavor, candy with a filling, candy with a solid filling, covered in chocolate, butter coffee, butter rum, you name it, we have it. Then in the chocolate side as well, all the different complexities that come with chocolate, from ranging from coverture that is used to uh, make uh, finished products like cakes and so on. From chocolates with fillings, with like uh, maybe like a cream-based filling, similar to Girodelli and so on. Chocolates with pecans, nuts, almonds, and then with the premium of like chocolates with hazelnuts and so on.
1: So talk and, about the flavor profile, because most importantly, with every edible that we have out there,
0: <clears throat>
1: depending on how it's extracted, how it's being produced, how it's being processed, I'm always curious as to what it is that you do so that you can still have, you know, cannabis in, inside of that edible but also making where it's a very pleasurable taste you feel the consistency right and you don't feel anything that's kind of oily or anything like that you don't feel those kind of things what is it about the the in the in the candy since you learned from experiences mm-hmm. of doing that that made it such an effective way to go ahead and make edibles here
0: absolutely so one of the first things to consider when preparing edibles is um, first for how to incorporate the critical ingredient which is cannabis and in what way whether it's in a high viscosity oil form which is thc distillate or whether it's on live rosin and so on for us on that part it's important to have a proper vendor that we vet we vet our vendors that do the prepare the, the thc distillate for us um, everything has to be compliant to this within the state done locally and with the utmost consistency, because like I mentioned earlier, scalability is very important. One of the things, and I'll, I'll get into the flavor and consistency in a moment, but anybody can get lucky and do a product well once. But can you do it thousands of times, tens of thousands of times, millions of times consistently? Because it's you're handling medicines, so it's extremely important to have those considerations. Now, in order to have good flavor profile, some of the things to be considered is first, how the flavoring is, is prepared. Our flavoring is we uh, reviewed with the FDA parameters, Price parameters, and other health regulatory agencies in Latin America and Europe. And the reason that's important is because it we're a step ahead of the game because it's still not required within cannabis. But on that side as well, our experience of how to incorporate cannabis at what point in the preparation of the slurry, which is basically the gummy, the the, the gummy mass before it cools down, it's important when you incorporate the cannabis as well affects it, and the temperature that you that you have on it, and the length of it.
1: Yeah, I've seen where I've always seen a lot of TikTok videos where there's certain companies that. I'll see candy confection being made, and you're just seeing sure. it being put into a, a tray, kind of being baked, and then it's just being molded and formed. So, at what point yeah. of the process does it get dropped into the candy confection?
0: So, on our, our process, we try to incorporate at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Usually, uh, at the beginning, slightly after. Um, so, when you do gummies, whether they're one of the first things to see is are uh, they gelatin based? or are they pectin based and if they're pectin based what type of what's it what is the pectin derived from because gelatin is derived from animals pectins derived from na- na- natural ingredients so like it could be from oranges it could be from some other type of fruit so, so for us once the gelling or uh, the pectin itself blooms we we'll begin incorporating uh the medicine into it and then we have our steps along the way that we can th- that we incorporate the rest of the ingredients we don't use corn syrup or glucose we use tapioca syrup and that gives it a more natural feel like so we try to assess every ingredient to be as close to natural as possible and see seeing the challenges that a, that a lot of brands have and addressing those challenges that pertaining impact in a positive way to all the patients or adult users.
1: And you definitely have a good spectrum of different flavors to work off of, whether tart or sweet or kind of sour. And strawberry, cherry, lime, lemon, peach, cherry, orange, blueberry, watermelon, mango, kiwi, grape, and pineapple. That's a quite a list there. Uh, is there any of uh, the line of gummies right now? What are the ones that you've seen so far that people have really caught on to? You
0: know, th- there's been a lot of positive, uh, well-received flavors. But right now, I've seen people have been gravitating a lot to piña colada, dulce de leche, horchata, manzanita, which is green apple.
1: And that's part of your uh, other sister line called catri. Yeah. And yes. So you've definitely gotten the feel of, and I don't know of anybody that's really doing uh, the very Spanish-style fruits or sweets that are out there. Uh, so when you put that together, talk to me about, you know, what really stands, what, what makes the difference on those. And what is it about those flavors that really just are, are so potent? I mean, because some people don't get a chance to really try them. wouldn't try necessarily the fruits themselves but or, or the sweets, but in this way, it's just a, it, what a different palate.
0: So, one of the things that inspired the flavors and addressing them is, first, nobody has a. I'm originally from Mexico, and nobody addresses a Hispanic demographic. No. And since edibles or anything cannabis-related are for adults, one of the things I wanted to have and prepare was something that first brings to us adult users or patients from Hispanic demographic. To have a nostalgic flavor, something that they can recognize, that they can try, give us reminders of like flavors that we enjoy. And that brings certain joy and certain like association where like if you were not an edible person, like, well, you know, I used to enjoy having a lot of nice vanilla ice dulce de leche or or chata or the tamarindo flavor, where even though there's some of the best doctors in the world are uh, from hispanic descent or from mexico um you know we're very homeopathic still like up here have an agua de tamarindo to feel better agua de the jamaica you know stuff like that so have a, there's a bit of hibiscus behind some and from tamarindo i mean it's it's just like very like natural, so that's what we that's what we enjoyed so much.
1: And there's been quite a few companies, you know, in the mainstream where I see a lot of ice creams or a lot of sweeteners that would be with dulce de leche or with uh, horchata or pina colada, especially. It's quite of those flavors you can see in some of that. But I don't know if I've seen them in gummies before. Obviously, that's part of the family heritage to put that together. I noticed that in just reading about you that the R and R brothers or R brothers logo within the logo you have the mirrored R's to represent you and your twin brother and the M which represents your father's first name. Yes. Very family centric, family oriented and you know how much of a family business I mean obviously you have a number of people that are working within the the company but talk to me about what it is in competing against that bigger market that you might have those companies that are definitely putting out and, and Processing and pushing out so many gummies per day processing so many meanwhile this is a very much of a craft you know a craft style cannabis made edible from a smaller company talking about the competition going on against the big boys
0: so if there's several uh, things that need to be considered um, to stay competitive uh, one of them obviously is output and um, on that side we are doing something called scalability. So we're not looking to be in all the dispensers in one uh, right away. We're looking to scale progressively. So, and that is to build as we go. And on that side as well, the way we compete against the bigger companies as well as consistency, following up, having discipline and organization, and then as well with like, when addressing on the sales side, providing good customer service because part of it is we take it with the utmost responsibility that when you're in cannabis cannabis is medicine when there is repeat customers on one's product that's considered a a, you know like a almost like a medical schedule so we want to be able to always be, be able to have a quick turnaround to where we are so the product is accessible and has a quick turnaround versus our competitors we're able to deliver between two to three days after we receive a purchase order and we want to keep that we want to keep that uh, turnaround time as we expand and a lot of that is having a consideration on the supply chain forecasting having safety stocks of inventory and so on so that way we're prepared as well with pricing and promotions we don't have the budget like large companies do but we do have we do not, we do try to keep up with what brings the most value to the patients, what supports the dispensaries,
1: and talk to me about the fact that you moved you move those into Arizona, which is now fully adult use. Uh, how's everything go so far in terms of the expansion into that market, where people can find them in dispensaries there, and you know the overall response.
0: So so far. You know, it's very unique because um, coming from Oklahoma, our Oklahoma operation, it's all medical. So the patients that go there, they have to have their medical card to have access to any cannabis product there. Mm-hmm. Now here in Arizona, the blessing is that anybody that has an ID that like, well, first they have to be of age. But on the rec side, they have access to, to cannabis in small dosages. Um, it's great and on that side our product we've been expanding into for example like we're at the Mint Oasis Sticky Saguaro we're also now in uh, Jars Cannabis as well and we're and um uh, and the last expensive awareness Ponderosa Relief off of Glendale um, on that side, we try to coordinate so like the products available um that is designed in a way that it takes advantage and respects the shelf space of each dispensary we don't like to have heavy packaging we know that in in manufacturing one of the biggest things is on the general retail is size impression and considering size impression. so people have a perceived a perceived amount of what the what they're getting or value for their money in cannabis that does not apply in cannabis every square inch matters especially in edibles so we try to have that consideration
1: so let's go and get people to the website rrbrothersgroup.com and for those that want to go and get their hands on your gummies how can they get them and can they order them online where can they go order them in person
0: yes so right now the, the best way to order them is through leafly if it's online uh, it should show up the arizona dispensaries that we're in and if uh if they're able to like go in person And they want to have the full experience, where they engage with the bud tender, they get advice on the experiences, the flavors we have, the ratios that we have, which I'm proud to say that I believe we're the first company in Arizona to do a four cannabinoid gummy on, on an adult use site. So anybody has access to it where it has CBG, CBD, CBN, and THC for gummy, and those are all available within... All uh, jars, cannabis locations, all mint locations, all oasis locations, sticky Saguaro and ponderosa relief. And at the mint, it has like a great, a great uh, experience. So, I mean, all of them have great experiences. But right now, for a quick like turnaround, the Mint is, has been doing an excellent job.
1: And you can also follow them on social media. Just look for them at mm-hmm. RR Brothers. USA Brothers spelled Out. Roberto, thanks for being on with us here on Grassroots Marketing. Really glad to have
0: you on. It means a lot to us. We're very grateful for the time, and I appreciate everything you do and what you've built. Thank you very much. This
1: is the story of the wand. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping